Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode 121. On today's show, Simone basks in the latest Johnny Depp flop. Stephanie takes pictures of her mouth and sends them off for assessment, and Discovery Channel may finally stop putting out documentaries about monsters. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? Not so great, I understand. I'm Dong weird. This has been the weirdest week I've had in so long. And I just we just put Steffi's shit on the Dong Taney document to start <laughs> off with. I, had, I don't have any cohesive thoughts because I, I feel like I'm moving underwater. It's very strange. Um, um, this all goes back to the Tony Jones stuff that I, I've uh-huh. talked about him on here before because I feel like he's he's a you know he has a leadership position in in cool whatever emergent relevant progressive Christianity uh-huh. and I've thought for a couple years and been talking about on here I'm like oh my gosh the stuff he's saying and doing seems problematic well um, that he apparently his his ex wife is. All this stuff is coming to a head. She's um, talking about what he did, um, what she, you know, alleges that he did. Everything's mm-hmm. allegations at this point, and um, it's really blowing up. And mm-hmm. I and and David Hayward, this um, priest in can Canada, <laughs> Canada, are the only people who aren't censoring the comments on our blogs uh-huh. um, about this stuff. Like everyone else is just shutting it down and not letting people talk about it. And uh-huh. and they're saying it's you know litigious and and people are saying slanderous things there's libel going on and david hayward and i are the only ones who aren't shutting it down and Mm -hmm. so it's costing us friends and i got a an email from peter rollins a week ago today and Mm -hmm. he he said that he has no choice but but to distance himself from me over this right and i felt like i got punched in the face it was it was it was honestly a surprise like i i figured that he would side with his friend but i didn't think he would send me an email like that and i was hoping that he would be more like well we don't know exactly what happened because i want to maintain we do not know what happens what happened with this we can only observe what tony has done online which i have found to be plenty problematic and i have never once said tony is an abuser i've said right i told him straight up the first comment i ever made when he goes why don't women comment on my blog i said it's because you remind us of our abusers perhaps that's how you are for me but you know i i'm i haven't said anything but i mean people go back and look but whatever um so i'm getting like these former friends who are big leaders whatever and have book deals and and speaking gigs they're emailing me and they're like you are saying that that Tony's abusive and I'm like no I'm not I'm saying look at all this stuff and is this problematic and how right. come his wife his ex-wife isn't allowed to speak why are you deleting everything yeah. why can't this be aired out because what I and everything of course naturally is coming down to the details of the divorce like it's turning into this massive he said she said thing and um, oh, but I, I, I kind of want this to just point to I, I'm like okay let all that stuff come out in court but not that the court system doesn't fail domestic violence victims regularly, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, that aside, the whole point of this is that there is a culture, not just in the church, everywhere, but it's very problematic in the church that the people who don't have as much power and leadership yeah. are consistently not listened to and discounted and it's often called crazy. And that is what, you know, I feel that this is all pointing to. Yeah. So I'm like, we have to let this happen. And it's costing me friends. I mean, I guess you can say that you see who your true friends are in situations yeah, yeah. like this if they won't, you know, dialogue about it. Because the first thing Pete said in that email was, 
in the first sentence he's like I have no choice but to distance myself and it wasn't even like can we dialogue about this and I was just like ah oh. and so right. I think I emailed you that day and I have felt yeah. like this whole week like I'm moving underwater and then right, on right. top of that I had the most stressful week at work because there's a deadline and I was doing this training in the assault clinics and I'm like really yeah <laughs> this yeah all have to be happening at the same time and then I'm turning 40 next week yeah yeah let's just throw <laughs> so, that shit on top of everything yeah yeah so um so that's that's my week that's what's been going on and it's yeah yeah that's a lot um yeah i've (laughs) yeah that's a that's that's a fucking hell of a lot to take i'm just glad that um our delay in recording was your fault because i always feel like i'm either traveling or having a baby and it's always my fault so yeah yeah Well, at least you have interesting reasons. Traveling and having a baby, I'm like these are interesting like, reasons. I mean, they're I mean, well, they're real yeah. reasons. It's, I, they, I mean, I think I think I have had an emotional reason not to do it at some point. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I mean, that's what's good when we do come back to what we talk about it, and I think it's helpful to our listeners. So, yeah, yeah that's a lot to a lot to deal with. So. Um, yeah, it feels I mean, like it. and I know they're listening right now. Like I know they're going to be listening to this, and I would just like to say, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like, like, do you guys not see what is happening? Please, please listen. Yeah. To and to the fact that this is something consistent that the person who doesn't have as much power consistently is not believed over the person who has more power who you guys are friends with because he's been saying she's crazy for years so for years yeah and and that's (sighs) been the word out about her so her you know it's probably not the best most ideal way to be heard but i mean she doesn't have the platform that he has so of course she's going to take a comment forum to to be Mm -hmm. heard because she's not a a pastor or an emergent leader to have so many important ears listening to her that he has so and she he has been using what he has to say she's crazy you know so um and whether or not that's true is 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 left to be seen and whether or not he abused is left to be seen but they're both saying what they should be able to say what they think happened you know or neither of them should say anything but since he's already been saying she was crazy i guess it makes sense that she should be able to say he abused her so yeah Mm -hmm. it's just like if he gets to air his stuff why doesn't she get equal platform to air his stuff why aren't people saying tony delete your stuff everyone's coming to me and david hayward going shut that down and, and they're like threatening they haven't threatened me with law stuff yet but they're threatening david hayward like yeah. we will sue you and all this so yeah anyway i will I say that like i've been following me, all the comments going on on stuff christian culture likes but other than julie herself like how damaging is other comments of just the onlookers because i think that's become a problem and this is just a problem mm-hmm. with comments in general is everyone's a fucking expert and i no. do not <laughs> subscribe to that and i think popular science i think i talked about this some months ago but they shut down their comment section because they're reporting yeah, on science yeah they're talking about science and then the fucking peanut gallery has to weigh in on what they think you know and 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 misinformation like with vaccines with these mommy blogs and their bullshit you know what i mean because people take put too much credence in comments comments have become very powerful and they shouldn't be because they're littered with idiots you know so they are uh, and i want to allow for that like i i I know that democracy and free speech is super messy but yeah so it's like where's the line i know i know well because i think the line is the line is that those people could set up their own forum. Do you know what I mean? Nobody's mm-hmm. telling that person that they can't start their own blog or post on their own Facebook page that they think uh, Tony's guilty or that they think mm-hmm. Julie's crazy. Like, nobody's stopping these people. That's where free yeah. speech is. But I don't think you need to open it up. And I think that's what the popular science put in their explanation. This isn't a, a suppressing free speech. This is not diluting what they're trying to say. Do you know what I mean? I don't think everything needs to be open to every fucking buffoon's opinion because right. I, don't, I don't think it's beneficial. Because, like, I think it should be open to every buffoon's opinion and i but and yet i don't think it's beneficial <laughs> every right. time I th- yeah. you know uh, so i'm holding all this i'm still i've been this is what i've been thinking about all week too. yeah yeah <laughs> i think this goes back to other things we've talked about too where giving people what they want in terms of bad media and stuff like that you know i think uh-huh. you know what i mean giving too much 
you think, oh, people want this, so let's let them have it. But I, I think it's overall detrimental. And again, but it's like, where are you drawing the line? I just don't think everybody, like I, I have a policy too of like, I've never deleted any comments on my blog or anything mm -hmm. like that, you know, and even people disagreeing with me, you know, and people get angry about the Foo Fighters blog I wrote fucking seven years ago still. <laughs> Every once in a while, someone gets really, you're just jealous because Dave Grohl's, you're like, jealous. <laughs> so it's so stupid but <laughs> but you're just um, jealous simone you're just, just jealous, jealous of his yeah future but i still delete it i just respond to it you know but i think in yeah. certain matters i think it's okay to shut down the idiots talk because because here's the thing right these people anyone commenting doesn't know i'm not saying this is what you have to do i'm just saying this is my opinion about people's opinions so it's like they're entitled to their opinion, but I don't think those opinions help the situation or have to be heard because they none of those people actually know they're forming opinions based on the information they've found, their personal experiences and so forth. So those are mm -hmm. all completely relevant to them, but I don't think those need to be shared. I don't think they help anything, as you said. So mm -hmm. it's like you can leave it open to them, I guess, but I just feel like it's, I just think it's yeah. a bad time where, and it's, it's, it's detrimental. It, it, it's causing pain for people that's unnecessary for, like, to, to, I, to give, to give, you're, you're causing people actually involved on either side. And this is not defending Tony or Julia or anybody sure. it's causing pain for both of them because uh for either side whatever side people are taking because people yeah. think that they have to they have to say what they think and has got nothing to do with them you know and i and i know why yeah. like people are talking about if people are just sticking to julie should be heard that would be okay but if people are talking right. about guilt versus uh right. innocence that those opinions i think are garbage well, it's it's so, <laughs> yeah people are like i know what happened and this is a big hashtag you know right. i believe this i know what happened and i'm like well you know what we weren't there and so what i'm going right. to do is i'm not going to speak to that and i'm going to remind you guys that you were speaking out of the time that you weren't heard when you were in a less powerful position right and so of course that's why this resonates for us and that's why the reaction is really extreme yeah yeah. And so, and and people are saying to me, I won't name them, but they're like, what you are doing is harming Tony's children. And I go, no, what Tony and Julie or whoever, you know, are doing is harming, the, harming the, children. the children. We're calling, well, yeah, we're calling it out. Like, like when yeah. Serpico, you know, uh, unraveled the racketeering, exposed the racketeering, like, like the NYPD was really mad, but they had brought that on their own heads. It wasn't Serpico's fault. Do you know what I mean? Right. It, it's just, don't say that because I'm the one who's saying, how come, for example, this guy, Brian McLaren, who's this massive emergent leader who everyone has the utmost respect for. And I did too, until he just commented, he wrote a big post yesterday or two days ago saying that um, he was talking about how Julie, what he felt Julie was unstable. And then, so my response is why did you leave the children alone, their children alone with her for 44 days while you yeah. went on a book tour conference thing with Tony? Like if you're really concerned about the kids, then yeah. why are you, you know, like, is that seriously what you're concerned about? Because that yeah, seems yeah. like another instance of the person with less power getting yeah. swept aside. So yeah, so that, yeah, um, no, that kind of, I don't have any, any problem with that kind of, comments on that and calling mm -hmm. that out as being inconsistent and not making sense i think i'm just like anyone like posting about yeah. guilt or innocence that's where i'm like y'all need yes to that's take a i mean it's just take foolish it's foolish yeah. to act yeah. like you know that when we haven't right. i go yeah. and i keep saying this i'm like we're not privy to the mountain of documents like we're privy to some i'm like i know but not to all okay so can we talk about how this affects you like yeah. how, what does this remind you of talk about your experience don't yeah. talk about what you can't witness to and that's all that i want to make a space yeah. for so anyway yeah it's a I, I can see where you're conflicted because it's a slippery slope of you know yeah. where, where 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 is the line drawn but yeah yeah and i i mean i don't it's no secret that i don't like think i'd be ever be good friends with tony but i really do not <laughs> i really do not like seeing people go he's an abuser he's guilty i'm like come on like you can't fucking say that like, you know yeah, like yeah. That, isn't that slander isn't that libel so yeah yeah i mean you can say that that's the point of free speech but it's on your head yeah if, if like he comes after you i guess i don't know yeah. it's just not nice and it detracts from the point so yeah i don't think like, if people anybody uh chose to delete people making accusations that would they I don't think that's a suppression of free speech. Yeah, I, yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, 
But, um, yeah, because I, I, I think because nobody's telling that person you're not allowed to say that, you know, you, they can say that. What's know. interesting is that, like, they come over to my blog because they're not allowed to say it anywhere right, else. Right, right, and right. And then those people who delete their comments are like, you should shut that down. I'm like, well, can they say it anywhere? Yeah, yeah. Well, they can say it on their well, own pages. I don't know. I just yeah, feel say, like. Start yeah. your own page. Like, say yeah. it is. So, whatever. <laughs> I mean, this kind of, I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm doing a good thing to let people say stuff because it's really interesting how this is following the Catholic Church sex abuse cover-up, right. the Sovereign Grace Ministry, just like, I mean, I'm not saying that sexual abuse was was present in this case at all, but just like the, the let's cover the people, let's cover our bros, let's cover who's in leadership with us, like, yeah, yeah. they can't get in trouble. You know, it's like, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how this bad stuff happens yeah. when the leadership isn't che- kept in check, you know? So. Yeah, because they're trying to dismiss the the, the very yeah. notion rather than letting Julie's side be hood, and that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening to me rant about that and dump everything out. No, I think um, we talked about other better. relevant issues. So, yeah. it was, yeah, all-encompassing. <sighs> so, yeah. so strange. So strange. Yeah. So sad about Pete. Like, it honestly makes me sad. Yeah, I know. So, is we just had drinks, like, two weeks ago. Was, I know. Yeah, we talked about so it on the strange. last episode. We God did. damn it. Yeah. You'd never have got to meet the handless person. If not for Pete. I'm never going to see that guy again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad to say. No, well, kidding, what, are you gonna, what are you going to do? Wave? <laughs> <laughs> Wave goodbye? <laughs> oh, I apologize to any of our handless listeners. Oh, I need a blanket apology. We're not guys. laughing at your handlessness. We're laughing at the, uh, the awkwardness of... of at of, the awkwardness about how I was warned ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make this awkward. And then yes. I, made it, I made it extra awkward. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the Donctini episode and got to the part where uh, you're talking about having the... We're accidentally shaking no hands with the guy who was missing his hand and it reminded me of when I was taking a salsa class and uh, a friend of mine had taken it previously and she warned me she said oh just so you know the teacher likes to grab guys out of the group and use them for examples and when that happens you just have to grab them up I'm like well that's an odd thing to say but okay I'll keep that in mind so I uh, go to the class first class uh, she asks for help grabs me out of the group and one of her arms was very small and at the end of it it looked like a baby's foot so i had to grab the nub and dance away um well you asked how i i was doing so nothing as i guess um uh as severe as 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 abuse (laughs) though you weren't abused yourself so I feel like me and all my Faith No More friends suffered a different kind of abuse at yes, the hands of at the hands of Live Nation and Ticketmaster. But so Faith Uh-oh. No More are doing US tour, right? And um, so everyone's like excited and I, I can probably I'm most likely gonna get on the guest list through Greg, you know, so I'm probably fine. But mm-hmm. I you know, you don't really talk about that or ask anyone about that until just before. Like, hey, we wanna go to the shows, you know. The shows are in April. So um, I was I when I saw the dates, I thought I was still going to be in Australia. So I was freaking out. Luckily, I get back like three days before. So I was like, oh, thank God. So, you know, two LA shows, one Orange County. It's like, okay, we're going. And, um, but anyway, the idea of not having anything secured was freaking me out. So I was just going to buy tickets to like one show at least. So I'm just like, I've got something and I can sell it if, you know, if we get on the list, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so, yeah, there was a fan presale on... Uh, Wednesday and nobody I know got tickets and suddenly there's like 200 tickets up on StubHub for each of the three LA area shows. It's like fuck and then there's another pre-sale on Thursday same thing happens, more tickets on StubHub at like twice the price and then the general sale goes on on Friday and same thing, nobody got tickets, like oh they got really shitty tickets it was insane Like, and it's like everything was gone to the scalpers like it's, you can't even beat it it was like, it was like all my friends nobody got it's tickets, awful. yeah Tommy got wow. like mezzanine tickets which are like all the way in the back, oh no, yeah it's like, I'm sorry but we are better than that. So, but yeah, it's just so fucked. Like you can't even beat the system now, you know, because it's a, these are smaller venues. They're like easier for the scalpers to just um, to Yikes. just buy it up. You know what I mean? And 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 apparently, mm. when artists like keep the prices lower, it's it's worse for the fans because 
if the price is lower, it's a easiest, it's an easier buy for the scalpers to just go in and buy. They have bots. They have bots that fucking jam the site and get all the tickets. And yeah, it's fucked up. So um, yeah, I really feel like I, I feel like I need to get involved and do something and crusade against this. It's really wrong. I don't know, but. Um, it's bad, but it's like, I wish the bands and the venues would just, like, do something to circumvent this problem, you know? But, um, like, I was thinking of something where you sign up, you even pay, like, three extra dollars beforehand so that you get a code that's a text. You get a text, like, right mm-hmm. ten minutes before the pre-sale starts, oh. and, and you only can log in to buy tickets with that code, which is sent to your cell number. So it's, like, not a bot that can just repeat get as many phone numbers. Do you know what I mean? That was an yeah. idea I had, but, you know, what am I going to do with that? I'm not some tech person. We'll talk about it on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our 12 some tech person well. will um, <laughs> will get that, and I will swoop in and get some money for it because I'm on record here on January 31st saying that was my idea. So um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Is that just a side effect of technology that? These get sold the technology out this way, is a- allowing it is allowing it to happen okay. because they, because these these scalpers get people to make bots that will jam up the thing and get all the tickets. So yeah, mm. it's pretty fucked up and everyone's unhappy. I just can't believe how many people don't have tickets to that. Just like all my fan people, I know people wanting to come from Portland wants to come down, um, and and she doesn't know if she can book a trip now. I have a friend who is already going to be out here from Australia for Coachella, and she's was staying extra mm. days so that she could go to it like you know what I mean like these people don't have tickets it's just bullshit so it's been very traumatic few days for the Faith No More fan community um, in the US some cities were fine but like LA and San Francisco and I think New York were fucked so yeah that's what's been going on over here a lot of hysteria well for us what fans. are the scalpers charging like how hard is it to it get changes. Them from scalpers? So they'll put it changes like, they'll put it on like immediately like on the first day they'll they'll put some some people put some up for ten thousand dollars in case some idiot goes on <laughs> and is like oh, i'll just pay like i've got all this money wow. ten thousand dollars so um yeah, so I mean, oh, I'm reading no. a lot of articles about scalping where it would like make more sense to price them higher to, for the artist to price them higher to begin with, mm-hmm. because yeah. then the, it's too big of an investment for the scalper, so the fans will just automatically go and get it. You know what I mean? So oh, that's interesting. Uh, um, apparently, Louis C.K. said the biggest disservice he did to his fans was to charge really low because it was easy for the scalpers. Yeah. Like, yep, yeah, I'll take all of them because they're so cheap. You uh, know, so it doesn't. Yeah, because it's like I guess it's like trying to figure out the actual market value. So if yeah. artists charge more to begin with, then the scalpers wouldn't buy up as many. So, yeah, that's that's what's going on. But I just didn't realize it got so bad. This has never happened to me like this bad when nobody got tickets. So, yeah, it's capitalism. Insane. Yeah, it's a disgusting. disgusting the little people situation. lose. Those in power again lose. Every, those without power lose exactly. Every time. Yeah, and that's, that's <laughs> the thing with music because you don't have all the money to buy up all the tickets. Yeah. It is, and it, the thing with with music is like you can't. It's like you see a beautiful pair of shoes. And you're like, oh, I love that pair of shoes. Oh, it's six hundred dollars. Okay, well, I guess I'll just try and find another one that looks kind of like it at Payless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can kind yeah. of like, or at least you know, go down to like fifty or something. But um, but with, with a band, you can't with music. Well, I'm not gonna go see Face No More. I'll just oh, get this. I would go back just to keep checking in case something opened up, and it's fucking recommending the Gin Blossoms to me. And I was like, oh, fuck I, you. I saw your so about Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves, I said in my tweet to Live Nation. Like, really? Oh, yeah, I couldn't get Faith No More tickets. I'll just go see the fucking gin blossoms. I don't fucking think so. So that was a disgrace. But yeah, you can't substitute it. It's like, if you love something, you have to go. So it's this really weird thing where you nothing, there's no substitutions. So, yeah. But it's okay. We'll all go, my friends. If you're listening, we will all go, and we'll have the best time. Everything's hard. So I don't exciting. like all this. No, it sucks. But um, anyway, so I wanted a bit of follow up on something. Just I thought of it when I was editing. Um, mm-hmm. But I opened the last episode talking about how you had said um, use the word fortuitous um, uh-huh. in uh, off uh, when, before we were recording, and that I thought that it was excessive by your own standards. And then when we talked about it, you said maybe I was playing to my audience by using this 
big word that was unnecessary. And then when I was listening back to it, I was like, are you surreptitiously calling me a blowhard? Like, is that, am I your audience? Am I your audience? It's like, oh, Simone's a bit of a blowhard, so I'm going to use the word fortuitous. (laughs) (laughs) Did it sound that way? Oh, God. No, no, I just kind of, it's just an interpretation I chose to take. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, you like fun big words and you don't have a problem. You know, you're not as annoyed by them as I am. You don't, you you fucking like the word moist. Like, you'll use that. I don't like the word moist. I'm just ambivalent about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've used it like without, you know, thinking about it. So I'm, I'm kind of, I think well, when. There's no a other big... word. Huh? There's no other word to describe the cake. And there isn't. There isn't. And that is part of why I hate it. But it, I respect the fact that you don't. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, when things like that come to my head, I think that if I said fortuitous, I would remind myself too much of my mom. Because right. if I said it personally in day-to-day life, but I'm like, Simone would like this word, or whoever I'm talking to, I'm kind of like, oh, they would, you know, enjoy this turn of phrase yeah, or something. Yeah. So it I'm just like, rolled oh, we can right have off your tongue here. when you said it. Yeah, just like, oh, yeah. It was so because, you know what? I bet it's why it's because it's something my mom would say. Yeah. And so I think it's like in my DNA. So if I were saying that, like, kind of in my head to myself or something, yeah. I would like have self-loathing. But with someone else that I don't have that, there's no baggage between you and me and my mom. Right, that I'd right. be like, oh, I can create this new event, <laughs> and Simone will appreciate the word fortuitous because she likes vocabulary. So you're right, right. I, yeah. When yeah. I saw that in the document, I was like, what? What was I thinking with that? And then I think I think that's what it was. But I mean, not to say I'm not a blowhard because when I saw you write that in the document too uh, just this morning i said the blowhardiest thing and then i said oh my god i sound like a blowhard because i go <laughs> i was talking about this this emergence church thing and i go do you remember that dream that kierkegaard said he had where he he told these geese fly fly and they only pecked at him <laughs> and then i'm like oh my god i sound like a blowhard i honestly was thinking of kierkegaard's dream though and then david's like oh yeah no that's i remember that dream yeah gosh <laughs> That's so, funny though, because yeah. I was I was talking with my friend Kristen, who I went to high school with, and just how she was talking about how she didn't want to be see, like she didn't try very hard in school because she just didn't want to seem like a square, and that mattered, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah. when we worry about sounding like a blowhard, like you're talking about Kierkegaard and his dream, like why <laughs> just like yeah, you know that, like embrace it and not instead of worrying about sounding like a blowhard, again, like that, like that's still we're still haunted by by. Uh, showing too much, uh, show much intelligence, and what comes with that, and you know, what are, what are you trying to prove? It's like it's something you know, and just we should just sort of yeah. embrace it and and, and go. Because we were talking about my friend Chris and I were talking about how like we went to she'd gone to the art gallery for her birthday. Because so I was talking to her and. And I was like, we went to the art gallery like together one Sunday, um, I remember, and um, when we were in school, but it was like, wow, like, yeah, like it was like we were being dorks and just like going with it, but we're like, yeah, we're going to the art gallery. (laughs) And I'm just like, and I was like, I'm so glad we did that. Like, we were awesome. Like, you know, instead (laughs) of just like, we were were very aware that, yes, we're going to the art gallery and fuck you all, you know? (laughs) And instead of just being like, whatever. Yeah. Or it's not. So, Who cares? Yeah, but um, yeah. So yeah, when you said that about about blowhardiness, I'm like, no, you know it. Enjoy it. That's great. I, I don't know what the yeah. fuck you're talking about. I don't know about Kierkegaard and the geese, and I just feel stupid. I don't think you're a blowhard. <laughs> well, isn't that kind of a ra- it's so good because I have all this baggage of people who are you know blowhard Christians saying Kierkegaard said this and Kierkegaard that, and I right. love so I love Kierkegaard so much that his first name is Soren. I was like, I think Soren Drury sounds good when I was pregnant with Judah. And David's like, uh. Uh-uh, that's too pretentious (laughs) so i mean we have this thing where like these theology people like kierkegaard so but that's a rad dream he had where he's like hey you guys you know that you can fly right you're geese you can fly and they're like we're mad at you go away peck 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 and so you know like that's that's a kind of fun thing to think about like yeah. how often does that happen and there's a little metaphor there anyway yeah i, I know i definitely am aware if i come out with something with that is like i think greg was talking about um he was describing something to me that someone he'd had some sort of uh, belief atheist discussion with, and he was describing it, and I was like, "Oh, you mean Pascal's wager?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, that's it." And I just seemed so smart because I knew the correct <laughs> word. And I was just like, and I just, and I, I just announced how proud I was and where I read it. I was like, "Yeah, I just read it the conclusion." Nice. Like, but I was like, oh it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, that's the one where you're like, well, if there turns out to be a god, it's better to believe them. So just do it anyway. Is yeah, that it's what such, that it's was? The, yeah, it's uh. the worst. It's the worst idea because it's so it disingenuous. Is. It's like, well, it I'm just going to cover my bases. So if if I if I do, if I do
do believe and there's nothing, there's nothing lost. But if I don't believe and there is something, then I'm fucked. So I'm just going to believe. It's like, it doesn't work that way. You can't just fake the belief to cover your ass, which is essentially what it is. (laughs) It is. That's 100% what it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's a fucking crock of shit. But it sounds so... You know, it does sound good. If you call it Pascal's Wager. Pascal's <laughs> Wager. Um, today is Thomas Merton's 100th birthday. If he would, he would have been 100. I just want to talk Blah, about him for one second. I don't know because, who that is. Because he, he, do you know who he is? No, I don't. He's he's this Trappist monk. He was, you know, he was um, he was a Catholic priest who um, was one of the first in the in this last century to try to incorporate interfaith stuff. Like he met with a Dalai Lama and he was very holistic. And um, anyway, I think that he made a lot of really good progress with like saying, hey, we don't have to just stick to this. Like what about all the other great stuff over here? And so I think that uh, that kind of stuff, I really appreciate that. So yeah, um, yeah, his stuff he's written has made me happy, but this is how he died. Are you ready for how he died? He just, he had, (laughs) he was getting in the bathtub and there was a fan next to his bath and it fell in and electrocuted him. That's so lame. I know. I know. Of all the ways for like a saint to go, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. <sighs> Alright. Well, what have we got next? Um, um well oh I, I I just added this um while you were talking earlier, but so last week I was screaming about Johnny Depp and I got some good positive <laughs> feedback about that because <laughs> I, Say I that sp- again. You were doing what about Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> about Johnny Depp's stupid fucking face on the Mordecai poster, and I'm glad I captured it like while I was angry because every time I, when I listen to it back, I'm like, yeah, like I wouldn't have had that same anger if I was just screaming about it later, you know? And I didn't, you know? It's like that was pure. That was like me looking at his fucking face and being really. F- freshly angry so anyway but other people had seen it and they were angry too and they were just glad i was speaking for them without without those without a voice to speak up against johnny depp but anyway so since that episode came out oh it was the best but like the movie just they didn't have any screenings for critics before it came out so they knew they had a fucking turkey on their hands and it came yeah. out and it just i think it's like 10 percent on rotten tomatoes like it is sucks so bad it's like three duds in a row for johnny depp and everyone's like what's happened to johnny depp like the sheen has worn off like other than doing like more pirates of the caribbean the movies he is fucked he is fucked he's turning really into box time. office poison and i am just i was just basking in it like tweeting like links to articles about how shit he is and how it's over <laughs> and it was a beautiful day the day mordecai came out for me so yeah it was it was a, it was a great flip side to my my venting last week so <laughs> <laughs> God, it was good. Yeah, I was so happy. Like, I was just beaming all day. Like, every time somebody would email me a new link or something. Oh, that's so so funny. (laughs) I didn't see any of this. I've been too distracted this last week. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. No, I need to hurl myself into pop culture fucked hard and fucked the... Can't even cuss right, guys. Aww. (laughs) Just say F like you randomly do. (laughs) What the F is happening to me? Yeah. There's no children around, but I'm saying F anyway. Yeah, it's messed (sighs) up. Um, So I don't know if you caught this, but I think it was like a couple weeks ago um, Mm -hmm. that somebody, like a college student, did an experiment of... um, Instead of like, you know, if somebody pays you a compliment, you're like, oh, oh, thank you. Or you just say thank you or say it's not true or you just downplay it, you know. And Mm -hmm. so she did an experiment of saying, someone's like, oh, you're so pretty. And she's like, I know. Like, this is like text, you know, text dating, you know, like this online, you know, Mm -hmm. when you hook up with, I sound so old, don't I? You know what I'm talking about. When people are like matched up and then they're texting back, text dating or messaging or whatever. So anyway, so she would just write back and say, I know. And and the guys would get really shitty about it and be like, you're not that hot, and get really angry about it. So when I first read it, I was like, man, these men just can't take a confident woman. And that was sort of the way it was framed in the articles in which I was reading them, you know. And then only one, and I think she was tweeting and asking other other people to do it and then sort of post their screen caps, you know. And like a, a very few guys were responsive, you know. Like this girl, he told her she had beautiful eyes, and she said, she said thanks, I know, and he said. 
said he said lovely and then put X X O X O. Like, you know, that was the only kind of positive response that they showed a guy having to um to a girl saying she was you know, she knew. Yeah. And um anyway, so at first I was like, Yeah, that's you know, as I said, I thought, you know, these guys can't take it, but I was like, it's just not socially the way we work, male or female, anybody to just say I know without a thank you or something. You know what I mean? Like you could be confident, but I just didn't feel like it was. I, I think it was one of those things where they get people worked up about. Yeah, men can't take strong women, but just the whole, the whole conversation wasn't right. You know what I mean? You don't uh-huh. just say I know. It's just rude. Uh-huh. Just anybody <laughs> by anything. You know, like. I, you can you can accept a compliment and be confident without just being so abrupt and abrasive and saying I know. Can yeah. you imagine if a guy said that? Women aren't gonna like that. They're gonna be like, oh, I like him. He's a really strong yeah. man. You know, they're gonna be like, fuck that guy. He's so full of himself. You know, that's just not <laughs> the way people converse. You know, so yeah, I, interesting. I, yeah, so I think I just kind of got annoyed that you know it kind of gave us this false idea that yeah these you know that that this was yeah. bullshit but it's like no this is just not how conversation works so i just don't like <laughs> that kind of bad feminism where it's you know creating false situations because nobody yeah, talks like, like that dichotomy. yeah so uh, that annoyed me a lot i know right <laughs> you look so pretty i know right i know this is like when the kids were little and people would say they're so cute and i would feel weird saying thank you because it wasn't really my fault so i'd say right like <laughs> they're yeah. cute aren't they and then i'm like oh wait how do i say this how do i respond to yeah this? it's an it's, it's an awkward situation <laughs> that was a room quote someone, someone just roomed me guys yeah. in case you didn't catch that <sighs> um my mom's really funny with compliments though like if you tell her she she, but she's funny so it doesn't she kind of does say i know but like say you like hey i really like your blouse she's like she'll be like i know should that someone say like oh your blouse is great she's like i know i got it for five bucks (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like she thinks it's great because it was only five bucks like she's excited about the bargain well she's like she knows it's great she got it you know that's why she's like so she'll be like i know and like we should tease her like you know it's like you know most people would just say thank you and then she laughs and we all laugh you know but you know this it's charming because you know you can just see she's excited about the thing you know and um but i think it's like what a little kid would say you know it's it's charming because it's childlike and you know exactly enthusiastic yeah but just in text a deadpan i know it's just like nothing (laughs) where do i go with um, that the dick pic guy whenever he texts me compliments i'm just like i know (laughs) (laughs) good for you that's all he deserves Uh, he's such a creep (laughs) i know right i know right um, my, when people compliment my beehive, I'll be like, thank you. And then I just talk about how many years of work it's been crafting it and getting yes, the skills. That's you know? a good response. Just like, yeah. I'm just like, I appreciate it. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, I've been like, yeah, it's good now, but it's been work, you know. So, yeah, there's some downplaying mm-hmm. involved. But I'm like, yeah, it's awesome now. I've been working on it for years. Like, I, uh-huh. I, I appreciate your compliment because this has been years in the making. <laughs> Yeah, if you had any idea. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I will tell you all about it right now, and you'll be sorry you complimented it. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be sorry, because I'm about to talk a lot about it. Yeah, about chrome combs and hairspray and donuts. Yes, Lolly, we were watching Breakfast Breakfast at Tiffany's today, and Lolly was saying, how does she get her hair to have a bump in it? And so I'm trying to explain back combing, and and then in the final scene, like, she's got this French twist, and it's all bouffanty, you know, and and, Lolly, and I'm like, isn't her hair so fabulous? And Lolly goes, it looks like a pile of dog poop. <laughs> like, I got defensive of Audrey Hepburn's hair. I'm like, no, it does not, young lady. <laughs> I'm going to dismiss your, your reality and <laughs> tell you what is correct. Oh. Um, so my friend who um, is a dermatologist in Chicago has this new app where if you have some problem with your skin then you take a picture of it and you know sign up on this thing or just go dermio.com I haven't done it through the app I've done it through dermio.com but then he'll send you a prescription he's like okay and then you just go get it from your local pharmacy and the consult's 50 bucks and then you just pay for whatever the prescription was so I'm like 
I was texting him. I'm like, oh my god, I'm breaking out. Weird. Is this because I'm almost 40? What's happening? And he's like, yeah, hormones, thug life. And I'm like, fuck you. Tell me what to do. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, go over to Dermio and I'll give you a prescription. And so he's like, take pictures of your skin. And I'm like, oh, this is humiliating. Like, you have to take like these close-up shots of the zit like right next to your mouth. Like, I felt like I was kind of sexting him because it's like right of my lips, you know. Yeah. But then I have this huge, horrible, horrible cyst type situation. <laughs> going on and then he's like ha 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 <laughs> just because we're friends he's yeah, just gonna yeah. like test me back ha ha but yeah he's like okay go pick up your prescription and wow. it'll be ready in like two months so that's great or, or my what skin, skin will clear condition up in two do months. i need to show that i would need like, I percocet <laughs> yeah yeah he won't give you that or God i haven't damn. asked actually but yeah. this is some kind of inflammatory thing for right, dermatology right. stuff yeah yeah no i so. actually when he first started the app he said do you have an iphone i'm like my old phone is iphone but i can get the mm-hmm. app so i got it and i sent him a picture of my wit scar <laughs> oh you, you he, did yeah because he just wanted to test out the functionality of it you uh-huh. know so i could have just taken a picture of anything you know but i was like well here's this and then so we consulted so back and awesome. forth through the app <laughs> oh i love that so much you've already been a customer <laughs> i've already been a customer of Domeo. yes back in the beginning wow. yeah <laughs> he's like can you like download this i'm testing it out and i was like okay of your wit scar yeah <gasps> Oh, Last so night we were watching Wayne. I think World, he suggested like, like, mental, health. mental health. Mental <laughs> health. Oh yes. Can you can you do that? Is there an app for that? Yeah. No, last night in Wayne's World, um, that Ugly Kid Joe song, their biggest oh, yes, hit, yes. you know, came, comes on, and I'm like, you guys, this was Simone's favorite band before Supergrass, or one of them, and she, um, played singer's name into her arm, <laughs> and they thought I was kidding, so the next time they see you, like, you'll have to prove yep. it. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. But um, how did you how did you enjoy Wayne's World? Like I watched it a few months ago, and I was actually talking about it like yesterday, I think, and it was just like it just didn't wasn't as magical for me as it used to be. How did you find it? Was it was holding up for me because Judah was really liking it. Right, I think right. I was because uh, he was seeing it for the first time, and I remember when I saw it for the first time in the theater, there was something like everyone in that theater was so excited, and it was the most yeah. hilarious thing we had ever seen. So oh, I yeah. kind of am remembering that um, while I'm watching him crack up. But my favorite line is that so Mr. Donuthead man who's trying to kill you I don't know but they better not and no one else has ever enjoyed that line with me I it's don't. just kind of like a throwaway thing you probably yeah. don't remember it yeah. it's Garth with the donuts and he's like stabbing it he's like yeah so I just thought that was that was my favorite line and Judah is the only person probably because he has my DNA enjoyed it with me so there was that that was fun but I mean it's just it's truly freaking hilarious like all his expressions of the camera like that was all kind of timeless so oh see that's all the stuff that I couldn't stand anymore I was just like really I don't think I liked it that much back then to be honest I've never liked asides to the camera so I think now I'm just like no I don't want that but I mean you know I still like enjoy like it's still entertaining and I enjoy it but just like yeah the camera asides I really didn't like at all anymore so yeah but of course I still love the classic line which I know you are also very fond of which is I don't even own a gun, let alone many, <laughs> let alone guns, many guns that would necessitate, that would necessitate an, an entire, entire rack. <laughs> what am I going to do with a, a gun, gun rack? rack? This is the first time I noticed how good Laura Flynn Boyle was in it. Because she's, I mean, she's nothing but purely annoying. And this yeah. time I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how good she is that we yeah. believe her to be this annoying. Yeah, like, she's yeah. really good at it. So. Oh, the appreciation of annoyance that <laughs> you gain with age. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed the the Cantonese speaking uh, on the rooftop yes, of the club. Really yeah, yeah, I still and enjoyed that. And I liked how they lot. were like they were psychoanalyzing her. He's like, you know, the, you know, she's like, she's very, she has nice legs, but she has no self esteem. He's like, the thing is, I feel partially responsible for her self nullifying behavior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was cracking me up. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so you have on here the sending glitter and shit to your enemies. Yes. App. So do you is know app, it's not an app? It's not right. Do you even have you even heard of this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it sounds so fun. <laughs> there's two different things that sort of came up within a week of each other. But one was you could send shit of an animal of your choice to your enemies, and um, and the other one, which I like because it was so kind of 
is so simple and harmless yet so annoying the sending glitter to your enemies because it once it's out it's just you'll never get rid of it there'll always be glitter around you know and it's yeah. so weird Greg had this thing a few years ago where every maybe once every three weeks or so I would find one piece of glitter on his face and I'd be like you've got glitter on your face he'd be like what and he'd just get no I don't and I was like yeah you do and he'd like I'd get it off or he'd go see it in the mirror and he'd be like god Damn it! But we just like couldn't. It was like it was just one glitter would like grow out of his pore. It was so weird. One it glitter would happen. grow. <laughs> you get so I mad. The doctor would think, it, think yeah. about that. But anyway, yeah. So I was just like, I don't. I you know. So we had you know that was just a single piece of glitter. And Quincy had a piece of glitter on his face. So maybe it is genetic. But uh, anyway. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so I just loved the idea of like, the, and the guy that started that website he was in Australia. It's like for ten dollars they'll send glitter to anyone in the world, you know. Only ten dollars? Yeah, yeah. And so like they open it, there's wow, a note, a and bargain. then and then like they when they unfold it, like the glitter will go everywhere. So um, all you have to do is supply. It. But he had to shut it down because he got too many orders. Like he couldn't handle it. It's like there's glitter all over my house. Like I can't keep up with it. And he like will stop taking orders. So I told Greg about it, and um, and I felt this is this is where I felt like I've really grown as a person. But when I heard about these things I didn't have anyone I wanted to send shit or glitter to really yeah it's like wow I've really grown as a person that I don't want to send shit to anybody (laughs) you have uh, yeah I really and I keep, I still haven't thought of anybody that I want to do that to. So I was like, I'm like really. It means that I'm more at peace as a person. I think if I don't have that much anger towards anybody, that I would want to send shit to them. What about Johnny Depp? I I would well. I think I, I just wanted to see his career dissolve. Do you know what I mean? That's what I wanted. it to his career. Yeah, so I think I've got bigger goals. So maybe I'm not as, as good as I thought. But, um, but anyway, I told Greg this. I was like, can you think of anyone you want to send shit to? And he paused. He's like, no, I can't. But like, you know, say I, uh, they walked out of their apartment and stood, stood in shit, I would be happy. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny the way he just totally sincerely just said, I would be happy. It just sounded like he wasn't happy until this happened and then he's just like sitting around at his house and he gets the message that somebody he doesn't like stood in shit and then he's just like smiles like I really liked imagining that (laughs) I would be happy that's a nice thought (sighs) but um Anyway, so do you have anyone you would want to send shit or glitter to? I'm honestly thinking, well, I mean, of course, like all these Peter Rollins and Tony Jones, all these people come to mind. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that to them. Like, I, for some reason, I don't. I don't know what it is. Not so, even glitter? Ma- no, not even that. That's too happy for them. You know, it's like, like you guys make me, I feel sad. You know, I just feel sad about this. I only have the energy to to even glitterize you. I yeah. Guess. So maybe that's what that is. I feel like if I fault with somebody, I don't want to just randomly punish them. I just want them to not do the thing that I don't like anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just want, I want to talk about it, guys. That's what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just talk. Yeah. And People maybe if you resolve talk. it, you can just throw glitter in the air. And At celebration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a consensual glitter. Consensual glittering. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good band name. Consensual glitter. <laughs> Is there a consensual fecaling? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I believe there is. <laughs> What's it called again? A Manhattan transfer? Am, am Monroe transfer. Monroe. Monroe transfer. I always get it wrong. <laughs> the Manhattan transfer is an actual band. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling you, I think in, in chat or something, that I can tell I'm getting old because I keep doing those things that you know like your mom or parent you know parents old people will do about movies like um so i was telling you that that my mom once said like a long time ago she's like let's rent guns over hollywood and i knew immediately (laughs) that she meant let's rent bullets over broadway yes (laughs) but i'm starting starting to do that in earnest like with the you've got to start collecting them like cakes you have to like note them (laughs) down they are like cakes oh no they're not like cakes but you need to note them down as it, the way cakes are collected so yes i should um david does it all the time well he's kind of jokey with it kind of like with greg and benedict cumberbatch yes is that his name but yeah. <laughs> i can't yes. even remember but we're watching masters of sex and david's like like oh do you want to watch another episode of mad about sex tonight? <laughs> <laughs> mad about you what oh yeah okay oh 
Speaking of Masters of Sex, amazing, amazing 60s mid-century. Yeah, I, I kept meaning to watch. I think I've got like the first season or something, and I haven't watched it yet. But um, I might. It's get into slow, it, which doesn't mean it's bad. But the pacing's I, really slow. I'm, I'm and fine it's with gorgeous slow. to look at. Okay, it's gorgeous to look at too. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I think the bus so. ads that were going around LA were kind of grossing me out just because they didn't show I knew that I knew it had like for the second season they just looked like they yeah. was trying too hard to be sexy and I just thought uh. it looked lame but I was going to ignore that also I didn't I don't know how I feel about the E turned on its side to look like a butt yes Carrie was saying that too she didn't like that <laughs> It's really tacky. <laughs> it is. It's, yeah. But you can't blame the marketing font, people yeah. for the for the show. Like this is two different departments. That's true. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, you can't blame the marketing people for the show. My coworker Derek was saying that when he's on, you know, talking to AT&T and the people are, you know, the customer service people are saying your call is recorded for quality purposes, that he makes a point to say, I know this isn't your fault. You know, if you apologize, I know it's not your fault. It's your asshole boss's fault. He's like, right. because the asshole boss has to listen to it. And I'm like, I love that so much. That's right, really right. brilliant. Don't blame the marketing people. <laughs> That's hilarious. <sighs> so. Right. Next up. Next up. Um, so, you know, I've complained about just how TV's get, gotten so bad and, you know, this, you know, like, you know, there's no learning on the learning channel and so forth. So, um, mm-hmm. the, the Discovery Channel has a new, a new boss, a new president, and he mm-hmm. said, um, they're going to stop showing these stupid shows because apparently Ooh. in recent time, and I don't know how much they're going to tone it down that's left to be seen. But um, I guess in recent years, in Shark Week, they've had a fake documentary about a made-up shark that's the size of a submarine. Um, there's also an error-ridden special falsely claiming that this long-extinct shark, the Megalodon, is still alive. And more recently, there was apparently uh, this fiasco called Eaten Alive, in which the channel tried and failed to get a green anaconda to eat a person! Tried and failed! <laughs> And there's also they've had they've had t- uh, two episodes um, of a show about how mermaids may well actually exist. So, wow. Well, yeah. okay, I would watch that, and I would try to see the anaconda get beaten. But like, the, this is on. Did you say the Learning Channel? On Discovery Channel. Like they should Discovery have proper Channel? nature and science documentaries, uh, not bullshit like right. this. You Good know. For them. So that, the, yeah. Yes, the guy said <laughs> of the. Um, of the Megalodon special. I don't think it's actually right for Discovery Channel. Um, and it's a type of programming that I think in some ways has Good. run its course. Run its course? It should never have happened. So, <laughs> But that's very course. diplomatic of him. Um, he said, I don't think you'll be sitting with me here next year asking me a question about something I put on, whether a series or special, where that's the dilemma. So he's nice. trying to, to deal with this issue. But just like, I, I didn't even yeah. realize how bad these shows um had become you know like they would like any science that was available to them they'd kind of push it to the side or distort the information but trying to make these sensationalized stories about these monsters you know what i mean and just right yeah so anyway so i'm, I'm filled with some hope that some guys actually out there saying enough is enough with with bogus because i mean yeah, I, 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 cool yeah so we'll see what happens but um yeah this should not be seemingly apparent documentaries about mermaids you know you can make it there's there's a place for that but not on a channel that's supposed to be have like actual information on it so yeah maybe like discovery after dark no discovery no subsidiary of discovery (laughs) should have this just put it on the is it the spike network i know the best show has has the shout network totally (laughs) fine for spike i don't care it's on spike so yeah you know that natasha leggero bit where she's like she's like i've been watching this show called i didn't know i was pregnant yes. and you know what network gets on the learning, learning channel, channel. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great so um it's so also on the subject of that so we got cable again just, yeah, how's yeah. Going? well so we got it because it was just like a deal to pay like 20 bucks more a month and i think our internet's supposed to be a bit better and um and because we haven't been able to get dodger games for the last year because time warner cable's the only one that had it there were like no games on network tv or anything huh. so it was fucked so greg's like i really want the dodger games and i'm like fine you know and so now i watch project runway as it airs which is mm-hmm. good but then it's like okay i'm gonna 
watch some TV. And it's so bad. Like, I just, like, this, seriously, it's like, I didn't, it's not like I was lying to myself about hating the TV and there not being anything to watch. Like, there really isn't. And so one day I was like, I'm going to watch some TV. I'm going to find something. You know, we did find a Kitchen Nightmares. Uh, we like the British one, you know. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it's devolved more to be like the American one, which is just crap. Really? Yeah. So we watched, because we, we, I guess we probably haven't seen any new one, any from between, like, maybe the last four or five years, the break between the ones we've seen in these ones you know I didn't even know it was still going and it was just like yeah not not as good at all so and we actually stopped watching the second one we watched we're like this is crap I don't care and we've never done that because we always like it so yeah yeah. so um yeah so that's who's gone to seed but anyway we found this show I'm changing the channels and Henry Rollins is on the screen oh no that's right no 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 it said Tesla versus Edison so I'm like well this sounds interesting it's on (laughs) History 2 channel what is it and I turn it on and Henry Rollins is the host of this show called 10 Things You Didn't Know and it's like 10 Things You Didn't Know About Edison and Tesla and then after that was like 10 things you didn't know about pot you know he's not a pot guy at all but um but you know it's like like historical stuff you know the history of the laws and stuff and it's like it's interesting and like i watched the half of the edison and tesla one and then i watched the whole pot one and it was interesting and i was like man i could have read that in fucking five minutes in an article and got the same information i just felt like i just wasted an hour and a half like it was just just shit padded out information with ads you know so I was yeah. really I, that, and I remembered this feeling that I hadn't had in a long time after watching something where I'd feel really disappointed in myself <laughs> like because I realized yeah. that I got really nothing out of that you know not enough for the amount of time spent you know yes yes I mean, if I took not a nap for that time I'd be fine with that work. yeah so like, like cracking a lobster <laughs> <laughs> I never ate lobster not but enough reward like, for, I've done it once and I'm like this stuff is really good but it's way too much work. So. Right, right. I can, I can, I can imagine that. Wow. But um, the other thing I watched a few episodes of, a... you probably eat lobster, right? Because you're vegetarian. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it's like a fish. <laughs> um, uh, there was a, a an episode. Uh, I watched a few episodes of Child. Oh, this was. I was excited by this, but it's it's, and I still kind of glad it exists. But on Lifetime, and I saw this because it was after Project Runway. But this is a show called mm-hmm. Child Genius, and it's Ooh. like a competition of. Of, of like you know gifted children you know and so every week they come back to answer these questions so it's like yay it's a show celebrating clever people you know which is what I feel is missing but it's still going for the same kind of sensationalized backstories like this the creationist kid who has to mother oh, makes no. him stand up and say I don't believe in the big bang theory oh that poor kid how yeah. old he was probably about say about 10 or 11 oh yeah. that's so sad yeah and she was just like i just don't want them i don't like that big bang nonsense and like he just gets angry about oh, what do you it no at 10 he's just regurgitating stuff yeah at that yeah point. and Ugh. you totally feel it and i just yeah it's frustrating but other like i still in, in was enjoying the competition part but i'm just getting annoyed by all this padding part but at the same time i'm glad that there's a show that's you know putting the focus on smart kids so yeah i was conflicted about it but i then i didn't see the last one and I realized I don't care, so I think I'm done with that. So yeah, and I keep I kept wondering like, why do we have cable again? Oh, that's right, the baseball. Why do we have? Ca- oh, that's right, the baseball. Like it fully, like I'm, I keep wondering why we have it, and then I keep because I keep not yeah. wanting to watch it. How much so, is it? I think the deal we have now is like a hundred a month with the internet and the cable and the home phone. We got the home phone now. We have a few number. We don't even have a phone for it yet. It's been like three oh, weeks. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's that. Like, oh yeah, we gotta get a phone for that phone number we have. <laughs> we gotta get a phone. We did the same thing. Like we wanted to get a home because the kids don't have cell phones yet. So we like if they're ever here, you know, and we're not. So we got a phone, and it's like I guess we have to go out and buy a phone. And you yeah. know, how much are phones these days? Like, and they're the same. They're like <laughs> as they were like 20 years ago. <laughs> that was weird. Um, Didn't expect that. No. Um. So I guess. Um. I guess we'll wrap things up, but I thought I would close with a reading from the heart, if that's all right. Okay. So this, I don't know where Greg got this. He doesn't know. He found it in his, um, in his file cabinet where where he's collected weird things, but he gave it to me and I'm very grateful to have it. But this is audio communication. So it's, um, it's like a memo, uh, to people who are on a sex chat line and it looks, (gasps) judging by the paper, it looks like it's probably from the nineties. So... (gasps) 
It says, The Texas chat line for the next few days will be treated similar to the chat lines, only eased up a bit. This is very important for each supervisor to make sure that this is handled just right and only use employees that understand this process. Conversations should go as follows. Keep in mind that whomever you assign to the line can be creative and add their technique to these instructions. So this is now a suggested thing to say. I went a bit over and have you come in my back door. It's wide open and it's hot. Give it to me now. Things like, and then in parentheses, things like back door or bottom instead of ass or even my butt. (laughs) What? They want the sex workers to not get graphic or something? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, apparently. And the next suggestion is, baby, screw me like you're bucking a bronco in heat. And then in parentheses, <laughs> notice the word screw me instead of fuck me was used. However, if they insist you say fuck, you can say it, but not consistently. <laughs> oh, my God. Then um, let your Peter pet my furry kitty or let your Peter <laughs> slash dick penetrate my wonderful bush. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful bush. Oh my god! Wonderful bush. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me there's a lot more. <laughs> uh, not a lot more, but okay. And then here's the 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 note to that. Here again, Peter slash dick is used instead of cock. Bush instead of pussy is used. However, remember if the caller seems upset because of your gentleness, you can say cock or pussy a few times during the course of the conversation, but try not to. (gasps) Also, in terms. (laughs) Also, you can use terms like ride me, harder, squirt it, come all over me, explode in my mouth, shoot that load all over me, give it to me now, push it down my throat, let me ride your joystick, let me swallow all your thick, sweet cream. I hope you have the idea. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It ends with okay. Yeah, it's like comma, 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 okay. Okay. Please, please understand that this is needed on this line before you put anyone on them. I will be monitoring very heavily this weekend and I really do not want to hear a thing like, I really do not know what to say on this line. Thanks in advance for your cooperation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, do they not know what kind of business they're running? Like, why are they trying it to censor this stuff? It seems specific to this line. It seems specific to this line, the Texas chat line. So, I don't oh, know. Texas? Well, that's they what it says. some kind of state laws or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. anyway, and that's, I have no other context for this this piece of paper. <laughs> I this read is the whole amazing. thing Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Readings from the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Readings from the wonderful bush. <laughs> <laughs> Readings from my bush. <laughs> Hashtag wonderful. <laughs> Hashtag bush. <sighs> okay, that's Let's it. go out on a bush song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we should never, ever do that. Jim Blossoms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Call back. It's, okay. your, it's Steffi's choice if you want to go out on a bush. Steffi's choice. Oh, did you <laughs> ever see that movie? I did. Steffi's choice. No, I'm talking about Sophie's choice. Oh, oh. <laughs> horrible movie, which I have never seen. I mean, just the premises. It won Oscars, right? But can you imagine watching that? Being no. a mom and watching Sophie's Choice. I don't know what it's bleh. about. I've heard oh, of it. Okay, it's about um, a Jewish mother who has to choose between choose which of her two children is going to go with the Nazis. Oh, that's what it's about. That's. A, I've read something just this week about a man who can only give up enough of his liver to save one of his twins. Oh, is that for real? Yeah, yeah, like one oh. of these, you know, human interest pieces. Of, yeah, and I was like, I no. can't. Yeah, and like, no. I think they were trying to raise enough money to, I don't know, so that he could, they could get another liver or something for the other one. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. I, I wow, I that's a real that. li- I mean, not that Sophie's Choice wasn't real life. This is, yeah. wow. Up- uplifting note to go out on, on yeah. Don Keeney. Thanks to yeah. me. Sorry, guys. But yeah, we started. <laughs> Way to shit on the wonderful low. bush, Stephanie. <laughs> Look where I took it. Look where you took it. I mean, seriously. This is the um, 121st episode. What? I thought you were a pro at right this. Right after I lower them. <laughs> Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to bring it up. You guys are grown-ups. I hope if you just listen to that whole Texas State <laughs> sex line call, you can handle your emotions around this, should you have any. So um, I'm going to do the pitch for Amazon. 
Um, if you happen to buy anything from there, go to dongtini.com first and click through it so we get a kickback and can stay on the terrestrial airwaves. Um, it would really mean a lot to Simone and me. Yeah. And um, listener Jonathan, I know too. Yep. Um, <laughs> and please call the Dong line. It is 323-301-DONG. Dong is in Wiener. And until next time, bye Simone. Bye Stephanie. Bye. bye. Wonderful bush. <laughs> 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 <laughs>